You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad and uh, recently I had the privilege of attending a CD launch out in Barhaven by a local artist and uh, the tradition of Irish music in this region is strong and long and the local artist in question has been involved in the music tradition in the area for a long and strong period and that is Graham Lindsay and Graham, uh, I have him here and he's going to talk to us for a while and tell us about his background, his musical background and what brought to the point where he brought this CD out Graham, thanks a million for coming along Thanks so much for having me Austin A bit about your background, um, local and uh, um, this is an area that is very much where people come to I know when we came 31 years ago the population was about 400,000 we're now up at about a million so somebody from Ottawa is nearly a rare breed Thank you Music in the family, something that you had, something that was there obviously a very strong musical family Yes, my mom, uh, when I was a young, uh, young guy uh, she would teach piano, and she was the choir director at their church and the organist. Um, my father w- um, uh, would would sing in the choir. He played trumpet when he was younger, and uh, when he when he passed last year, uh, I think he was in five or six different uh, choirs, uh, maybe more. Um, he he loved to sing, and that love of music was uh, was always always present in the house growing up. And your own connection with music. When did you pick up the first instrument? Probably, uh, I think grade three was around the time that I started to play the uh, the recorder at school. So, you know, every every student I think plays uh, plays the recorder at a young age uh, to prove that you can blow through a, a tube and make make noise and make sound. Um, and uh, and I, I I was always you know fairly okay at that. And uh, and then I went on to play piano because if you don't learn piano, then you can't play percussion in grade seven. And so I really wanted to play percussion. Um, so, so grade seven, I decided I was going to do this. Um, you know, and, and, and I still play percussion. Uh, even last night, I was, uh, I was playing at a rehearsal for a concert that I've got coming up this weekend, playing with my concert band. Um, so it's not, just, it's not just Irish and Celtic music that I play, um, but, uh, but, but that's, that's the, the, the origin of, uh, of my playing things. And before we go too much farther, how many instruments do you play? <laughs> um, the question is, how many have you got? Um, <laughs> basically, I, so I play, uh, I mentioned percussion, and I mentioned with, uh, the, the recorder, which is basically like a tin whistle. Um, I play, I found that uh, playing the, the tin whistle led me to, or the, the recorder rather, led me to other things. So I actually started playing the fife uh, when I was probably seven years old, um, seven or eight, and, uh, and at that point, um, I, I started down, down the, the wind, the woodwind road, um, dropped that for a while, and then I picked it up in about 2009 when I started playing the Irish flute. Um, but, uh, so I play flute, percussion, I do play the euphonium, which is a brass instrument, um, and I play strings, sort of fairly broadly. I've just started playing the guitar, so I, I don't really consider myself a guitarist, but I play, I've been playing for the last five years on mandolin, sorry, six or seven years on mandolin, some banjo, uh, and, uh, and things that are tuned in fifths, basically, like, uh, tuned like a fiddle, but, uh, but preferably with frets, because I am terrible on a fiddle. When you say strings, one of the things I've become aware of, that many stringed instruments, <coughs> excuse me, are tuned differently, so that the fingering is not the same on each one. So just to move from one to another is a challenge for the average, be it mandolin player, guitarist, ukulele player, or whatever. Absolutely. And the, the instruments that I play typically 
are actually all tuned. At least, maybe not the the, the strings are maybe not tuned to the same notes uh, as as other instruments, but that the the interval between the strings is the same on most of the instruments that I that, that I play. Um, so my I play on stage when when I saw you last, Austin. Um, I I had three mandolins on stage, and two of them were actually tuned identically, but just an octave apart. So the low string would be a G. And the other one would be the low string would be an octave lower G than that, and the other the other strings are D, A, and E, on both instruments. So really, the only difference is is learning the different scale, the different size of the the, the fretboard. Um, the third instrument that I played uh, is a tenor mandolin uh, made by Grit Laskin, who's a wonderful Canadian luthier, um, and it has ten strings. Um, so it's G, D, A, E, and then the high string is a B, but it's just a fifth between, uh, musically speaking, it's, it's, it's a fifth between each. So they're, they're, and, and if you pick up a fiddle, uh, if I could play a fiddle, um, they, it would actually be tuned identically. So, so moving from one instrument to another isn't as big an adjustment as, uh, um, as it might otherwise be, but I did start to, I, I mentioned I started playing the guitar, I'm actually tu- um, playing a, a guitar in the, uh, the tuning called Dadgad, which is D-A-D-G-A-D, um, string-wise, and that's, that, that represents the tuning. Um, and, and that, to me, was, was a really big uh, learning curve uh, because, because the, you, no longer ha- you no longer have the ability to, to just you know, sort of move your, move your fingers in the same way and similar sounds come out. It's completely different, and it does force your brain to work a little bit more. I strum or try to play a little bit of guitar and a little bit of ukulele. And Wonderful. I have to get my always concentrate because the chords um, are the same fingers, but they are different chords on each instrument. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, so to watch you on stage move from one instrument to another and then to pick up a mandolin, which is very much a melody instrument like ours, like that you're actually playing out rather than chords that you're picking out a tune. Um a, a tremendous accomplishment, tremendous ability, and uh, you do it so smoothly and make it look so easy. Well, you're too kind, Austin. Thank you. Um, from a performance perspective, you mentioned that uh, what would be Irish music or trad music is not the only area. Okay, so I asked about instruments. Where are you dabbling on the music side? Well, um, since I mentioned grade seven, and that's when I started playing with a Celtic band. Sorry, wow, no, that's when I started playing with a concert band. Um, the, uh, the just your your standard grade seven eight uh, concert band in your high school. So you'd have tubas and uh, clarinets and saxophones and percussion and trumpets and all that. Um, and I I play now with two bands in the Ottawa area, the Nepean Concert Band and the Concert Band of Canada. Um, one with uh, percussion and uh, one on euphonium. Uh, and so, so that's that. That's where I play with those bands. Um, in terms of other other groups that I play with, I do play with a, a number. I'm a I, I'm a side guy with with a lot of different groups. But the bands that you saw me with on uh, on Sunday were called From Away, and that's um, that's a fiddle f- fiddle guitar vocalist. Um, then I play my things, and then the other guy plays uh, plays um, guitar. And then the other band is called the Trads, and uh, that's uh, actually I should mention names. So, so Kristen Couture is the is the fiddler I play with. Um, she's from Saskatoon, and she's a, she's a wonderfully talented, uh, classically trained 
uh, violinist, but uh, I mean, I don't want to say but, and she's wonderful at uh, trad music as well. Um, the guitarist in From Away is named Kyle Jordan, and he's a his background is gypsy jazz and jazz. Um, and then in the other band, Kristen's the same. Kristen and I are in both. And then uh, Peter Taylor, who's who's very big in the Ottawa trad scene. Uh, he's an accordionist. He, he hosts a session at Bridget's Well. He's a great singer, plays guitar, mandolin, and other, many other instruments as well. Um, and uh, and so the, the, the four of us are uh, sort of two trios put together. Right, right. You mentioned there the background of uh, your fiddler, your, your guitarist being jazz on one side, classical music on another, at the other side. Yeah. And I guess it's indicative of the wealth of musical ability that comes to a stage in that somebody just hasn't gone down a one-way street with blinkers on, so they're bringing a broad spectrum of experience and influence into their music. Absolutely. And I, I find that, that when, uh, I mean, the, the music that I create, the, the tunes that I write, um, as a composer, I, I didn't know what I was doing when I, when I started. I think many of us don't. Um, I just sort of put some notes together and I strung, strung more notes and more notes and more notes. And then I brought it to a session, an Irish music se- session um, in Ottawa. And then someone leaned in and said, oh, you know, like, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of play along with you. And I realized, wait a second. Either I created a tune that didn't exist before, or I've just ripped off somebody else's tune. And fortunately, it was the former. Um, I and and then and that sort of that you know that that's that's when I realized I was starting to create create music that ha- maybe didn't exist elsewhere. And I think what what gives me my ability to to write something that doesn't exist and is slightly different uh, is that I'm not steeped in the Irish culture. I'm not. Um, uh, I mean, many people, many people, like you said, uh, immigrants from Ireland or Scotland or anywhere else, will come with, you know, their culture front and center, and they'll play traditional music all their lives, and they'll, or they'll at least have been listening to it all their lives. And I've been listening to pop music and concert band music and fife and drum music and things that are, are completely different, and that gives me a, a, a different palette for what I consider no, air quotes here normal uh, in terms of composition so something that, that something that would come to my mind might might also come to the mind of another person with a similar background but almost certainly wouldn't come to the mind of an Irish player or a Cape Breton player or an Ottawa Valley player so then Graham when you put a piece of music out there do you feel exposed until it has got over a certain hump and uh, you've got the feedback I always find that I don't know if it's good. <laughs> I know if I find it catchy, that's that that's that's a that that's something that that I can be happy with. Um, but whether a tune will will attract attention or not, I, I don't so much think of that actually. I, I I'm more concerned with with um, my liking the tune, and if I think it's cool, then 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 you know other people can 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 think what they want. Um, I. There was one tune uh, that I wrote called East West, and I wrote it for a couple of friends from Sweden who formed a, a trio with me uh, on on a previous trip there. Uh, we were playing it. We were playing at a music festival, and we were put together as three people who you know had had perhaps never played together before, but uh, but might work together. And I wrote a tune for them when I was coming home from that festival. And uh, and I brought it to them the next festival, and they and they said, oh. This this is this is challenging, 
and and so what was what was in my mind wasn't write a challenging tune or write a you know write at this or write that. I was thinking the instrumentation would make it make sense. And people in Ottawa had played that tune and said, I I'm not sure I get it. And then I took it to the the two people I wrote it for, and I said, Okay, I want you to do this, I want you to do this, and I'll play the melody. And we put it together, and that's pretty much the same the the, the same uh, arrangement that made it to the album. So in my mind. I had I had something that I wanted to hear, and the tune didn't really make sense without the the cello doing that the sort of the, the chop along with it. In that context, you let you say when you made it to the album, uh, it's a good segue into let's talk about the album. And uh, you have thirteen tracks on there. Of the thirteen tracks, how many your own compositions? Um, I didn't write the song Wild Mountain Time. I'm sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. Uh, but everything else on there uh, is a composition of mine. Excellent. And beautiful music. And congratulations again on that. Thank you. So the inspiration, you talked about East West. Uh, well, first of all, how long a period are we talking about to put those 12 tracks together to compose those pieces? I started writing the tunes in uh, October of 2014. And um, I, I think the last tune that I had written, actually the last tune I had written definitely was in October of, uh, of last year. So it's a four-year span from uh, 2014 to 2018, um, and uh, and it was I, I, the beginning. I, I really didn't have any any thoughts other than I'll write a tune, and then I thought, well, maybe I'll write a second tune, and so I it, I, I always I always sort of smile at this because I I, I show my girlfriend uh, you know or let her hear all all the things that I'm that I'm coming up with now. Um, at the time, I said, here's a tune that I wrote. What do you think? And she said, oh, I, I like it. And, you know, so- sounds good. Congratulations on writing a tune. And I was, was pretty pleased with myself. And, uh, and then I wrote a second one. She said, uh, when, I, when I played it for her, she said, uh, oh, so this is a thing now. <laughs> as, in, as in, oh, you're going to write more tunes. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, and so, so at the beginning, it was very... I don't want to say nonchalant. It was really actually nonchalant. I, I was writing I was writing tunes for fun because I hadn't ever thought that I could before write tunes. Um, I got a really fantastic instrument in the tenor mandolin by Grit Laskin, and uh, and I was able immediately to string together a few notes and then thought, wait a second, I've re- I've written this tune. So naturally, the first tune I wrote and uh, brought to the pub was called Grit's Jig, and uh, and and that followed uh, another n- a number of other um uh tunes followed and i just thought oh okay well maybe i've got maybe i do actually have tunes in my head after all um so that was uh that was the that was my first introduction to 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 writing and then uh and then more tunes flowed after that um and then i i actually stopped i stopped writing tunes cold as soon as i realized i have an uh, i have my second book of tunes out and, and i do have two books of my my own compositions, I wrote the second one and I published it in late November. And I and I had said I will not write another tune until my album's released. Now that's that's motivation to get an album out, um, but I, I didn't want the album to be released without uh, the ability to to say all the tunes in, on this album are in one of the two books. I didn't want you know to, to to say oh you can buy buy these two books and they have all but one of the tunes. That seemed a little cheap to me. <laughs> So um, you mentioned the books and the album. If anybody does want to get their hands on the books or the album, where can they do so? 
Well, I have them at my website, and you can either go to tradhead.ca, so T-R-A-D-H-E-A-D.ca, or you can go to grahamlindsay.com, and it's really important that you don't go to lindsaygraham.com because that's the U.S. senator who I am definitely not. And Facebook? Facebook, you can find me at Graham Lindsay Tradhead. And over the coming, coming up into Christmas and around that period in December, November period, do you have any gigs coming up we should tell about anyone about? We've got. Uh, I, I, I'm planning. Uh, I'm planning some Christmas gigs, but uh, I, I am keeping that tour secret for a moment. We're going to wrap up, Graham. It's been great chatting with you. I'm keeping an eye on the time because I want to go out with. Uh, and I was thinking, given what we chatted about earlier on, we'd play East West Wonderful as an exit piece. It sounds great to me. Have you another album in the pipeline? Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm going to Sweden one more time, uh, and that's in January. And uh, in Sweden, I've, it's the same festival that I'll be playing this year. Um, I'm going with a fr- another friend. Uh, it's not Kristen this time. Uh, it's another Saskatoon-based fiddler, um, and uh, and it's Carol Bestvater, who's currently living in Newfoundland. So uh, so my pl- my my immediate plans are fly to Newfoundland, rehearse some come home, and then in January fly to, fly, to, um, fly to Sweden. But ideally, if we could get some, some tracks recorded for another album, that would be a lot of fun. Indeed. Well, we've been chatting with Graham Lindsay, and as you say, you can get the details on tradhead.ca, and uh, you can pick up his book and his CD there. Graham, it's been great chatting with you. Likewise. Thank you very much.